And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable! Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely and control vehicle at all times. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. So the only thing left to say is, you in? Order now on the McDonald's app and you can get reward points delivered too, so that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants, 18 plus, rewards registration required, points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Hello and welcome to Talk of the Tune, a Newcastle United podcast. My name is Will, and as usual, I'm joined by my good pals and co-hosts, Hodgy and Gray. All right, lads? Hi, Jay. How are we doing? Yeah, all right, thanks. I think I'm on day seven of isolation, so hmm. thank you. Thank you very much, Wylam Brewery, New Year's Eve. Thanks very much. Where's the party horn? <laughs> Happy New Year, everyone. Happy New Year to all the listeners at home. Conscious that we've not put out a recording since, I think it was Boxing Day, wasn't it? It has been the games. Well, I was going to say, there's been fuck all to talk about, really, until the last week, where there's been very much ups and downs, but we'll get onto that as we go. More importantly, I'm keen to know, Gray, what your favourite pie is. Favourite pie? Oh, that's yeah. a good one. That's a very good one. We can span savoury and sweet here. Ooh. So, Hodgie, get thinking about pies. Yeah, like, always. Always got pies on the mind. <laughs> <laughs> For me, it's, it's got to be corned beef and potato pie with brown sauce. That's a, I, that's a, I mean, you have got nothing to say. I mean, that, that's, a, that's an incredibly good shout. Gray's just preparing for later life where he's got near teeth, just something really soft. <laughs> just put it in the, was it up in the blender? <laughs> uh, well, okay, just supplementary question to you, Gray. Ketchup or brown sauce? I know it has its different uses in different occasions, but if you could only have one for the rest of your life. Brown sauce all the way. I, I'm not a big fan of ketchup. What about with your chips, though? Mayonnaise. Oh, you're, oh yeah, fuck. I forgot, <laughs> I forgot you're a total fucking freak. <laughs> Mayonnaise. Who do you think you are? Do you think you're Dutch or something? Live on the continent, anyway. Uh, Hodgie, Hodgie that, that's enough uh, procrastination. That's enough time. Uh, what, mm. what sir, is your favourite pie? I'm going to go my favourite sweet pie, and I'm going to go banoffee pie. I'm a very, oh, very much a big fan of banoffee-like. Wow. Okay, fuck, we've had two very good pie shouts there. Is banoffee pie actually a pie? Though, is it not more of a tart? Wouldn't it be called banoffee tart? It would be, but it's it's not got a pastry topping, it's got a cream topping. It's called pie though, isn't it? Aye, uh, isn't it like the American sense of a pie? They never have toppings on their pies, really, do they? Or yeah, like pumpkin pie doesn't like have pumpkin a pie. Topping, pie. Uh, well, no, banoffee pie is a good shout, I reckon. Even though a bit of controversy coming in from Grey, as usual. Controversy. <laughs> uh, something controversial to say. We're talking about pies, man. Just wait, just wait till we get on to yes. Uh, <laughs> oh, God, he's, he's fired up, he's ready to go. Oh, God. I've got a couple locked and loaded. Don't worry. Like, <laughs> wow. Good to go. 
Well, thanks for asking, lads. I would say that mine would be a, uh, a minced beef and onion pie. Classic. Only seems Classic. to be a thing in the north, like, because when you go down south and you say mince pie, everyone's like, what? But it's not Christmas? No. No. <laughs> you idiot. Minced beef and onion pie. Do not tell me Greg's, aren't they? Nah. Eh? Nah. Tough that Greg's, that is. That's what I mean, fuming. Those ones in Greg's, you can either eat hot or cold as well. Fucking lush. Either Greg's way. in London's a patisserie, actually. It's uh, not <laughs> yeah. It's not a bakery. <laughs> it's a boutique, what, a boutique <laughs> patisserie from the northeast of England, yeah. yeah. <laughs> anyway, on to the important stuff. I mean, I mentioned we've not recorded or not released since Boxing Day. We've had two games postponed since then, so we've not really had that much to talk about. But since we last spoke to you, we've played Manchester United and squeezed out a, a very respectable draw from them, would argue that we should have won. Maybe not spend too much time on that overall, unless you guys want to jump in with any points. I think a good point for us. Can't say we're really expecting much from the game. But again, when you fly so close to the sun and you feel like you should win, it's always disappointing to come away with a draw. I think we have to manage our expectations in that case. Speaking of managing expectations, the most recent thing we've got to talk about is the Cambridge United result. Quite a lot been going on off the pitch, I'd say, which is probably the more exciting stuff. We have made our first signing of the PIF or the Stavely era, whatever you want to call it, the new era. Very exciting. We've signed England international Kieran Trippier from Atletico Madrid. When did you ever think you would hear us say that? <laughs> Sitting 19th in the Premier League, but Kieran Trippier joins the ranks. I think a very good signing. Ticks a lot of boxes for the tune. We'll analyse that, as I say, in a bit. Plenty more rumours, plenty more bids going in for players, it seems. Quite an exciting time, don't you think, Hodgie? Yeah, well... <laughs> sound excited (laughs) off off the pitch I should say off the pitch well I was looking at all the transfer rumours that we have had and it's the number of people that we've been linked with has been unreal Uh, obviously a lot of people are just looking for a lot of clickbait but then we've got loads of random names like Morelos from Rangers apparently looking at him there's a guy from Zenit who's scored a canny few goals Osama Dembele is kind of falling on its arse isn't it Um, Titi Ramsey apparently is going mad at Arsenal now like it's fucking hell who who knows what's actually going on like I'm just waiting for Sky Sports just to have that yellow box around Newcastle United and they've signed, deal done. That's what I'm just looking for. I'm not trying to like jump in any conclusions or anything. Yeah, Gray, what do you, I mean, what do you think of the transfer rumours or transfer business and dealings have done so far? Thrilled to get Trippier through the door. I think I'll probably touch on it a little bit later, but he's a class act and we've not had a good right back, I think I've said it before, since probably Debussy. We've had some good, solid players like Mankio, Yedlin, they gave it their all, but they're certainly not in the quality of yeah like just just watching him yesterday you can see he's on a different class so that's something I was going to ask straight away I mean you were at the Cambridge match yesterday Trippi obviously makes his debut impact on the pitch I mean what did he bring what did you see obviously we know now the result did not for anyone that has somehow missed it we managed to lose 1-0 to League 1 Cambridge struggling Cambridge in League 1 aside from that we'll come on to the match itself but Trippier impact on the pitch for his first game for his debut what do you think he's very composed whether that be on the ball or not his awareness of the game he just knows what's going to happen and he, he knows where to be at times he picked up kind of his second ball and that's something we're really bad at was uh, mm. probably, yeah, quite eye-opening he was always in the right place for a loose header 
and like he'd be there to collect it. It didn't matter if it was like, well, obviously on the right hand pitch, but yeah. he constantly looking to, when we're in possession, he was almost playing as like a wing back and he was up and down the wing like a bat of hell, to be honest. And just his composure to bring the ball down, like a bouncing ball, just to make time for himself, to find little, little passes in and around the box as well. You could clearly see we didn't have a centre forward playing because. Yeah, we just couldn't score if we had a fucking gun against our head yesterday. It was unbelievable. Yeah. The chances were spurned. Yeah, I think, like, yeah, just to have Wilson on the pitch, I think he would have been loving life with Trippier just supplying some of the little little chip through balls and things like that around the 18 yard box and he would have yeah been feasting upon those the key part for me was just his his leadership skills he mentioned it in his interview that he was coming in to bring some experience and some leadership to have Matt Ritchie on one side barking orders as captain and to have Trippier on the other side doing exactly the same was actually really refreshing yeah I mean thanks very much Alex Gray our man on the ground <laughs> it was good. obviously very interesting I was watching it at home and I could see almost Trippier was like playing balls in anticipation but our own his own teammates and our players weren't anticipating they were bad balls okay. but our players made them look bad because they weren't anticipating them and they weren't there to pick them up I think one other thing you've maybe not touched on is the set piece his set piece ability so Trippier's corners the quality the improvement immediately was unreal had a chance in the like 89th minute for Joe Linton to draw obviously will he save from the Cambridge goalie but Trippier puts it on a plate for him uh Hodgie just imagine coming from Madrid and then put onto a <laughs> put onto a cool northeast pitch and you're playing alongside Kraft who's your centre back part like on the, on the inside like he Poor must lad. have just been thinking fuck I've done something wrong here <laughs> uh, I was saying I said to you lot yesterday as well like what an advert for the players were supposedly about to sign I mean let's just hope to yeah. God people like if true, people like Botman, Carlos, whoever wants to come in or whoever we're looking to bring in wasn't watching that match because that's a, a terrible display uh, overall. One thing as well, Trippier, absolute steal at 12 million quid initially plus add-ons. I think I've heard rumours that the add-ons could potentially take it to 15 million, which yeah, even exactly. even still like, fucking hell. I mean, let's not lie. The lad will have relegation clauses in his contract, won't he? It'll be mm. riddled with relegation clauses. You'll not be on 150 grand a week in the championship. I'll no, absolutely like not. <laughs> absolutely not. I think financial fair play might come in and start sniffing around at that point. Let's just revel in the fact that we've made a quality signing. Yeah, a lot of people calling it a marquee signing. Let's just hope it's the start of something wonderful. I don't know, while we're on the topic of, of transfers, I mean, with Hodgie, you've mentioned a few names there. You can clearly see what Eddie Howe and the recruitment team I think it's this Hammond guy who's come in as like a recruitment consultant I don't mm. know the, the guy used to be like director of football at Reading and, and Celtic you can see what they're trying to do and that's they've identified the problem and the problem is very clear to Newcastle as we just leak goals we just absolutely ship goals so where do we start we start from the back I love the rumours that are coming in that we might sign Sven Botman from Lille and Diego Carlos from Sevilla I mean you're talking potentially like up to 80 million euros for the two of them but can you imagine if we get them both in like what that does Trippier Carlos Botman and then a question mark at left back because it certainly ain't gonna be fucking Richie like <laughs> lots of talk at Dinia but I think this Fabrizio Romano guy who seems to be the, the insider guy um, about transfers has, has made it clear that there's no way Dinia will come to Newcastle I don't know if you've seen that on Twitter yeah I like the way we're starting start from the back build up but there's a huge gap and a huge need for a centre half Wilson's now out for apparently eight weeks 
which is just crippling news in the situation we're in. I feel dreadful for him, but also for the team. Like mm. He's our talisman. He's quickly become our talisman. It's just a real shame. So we need to find cover there as well. To be honest, look at the match yesterday. You could look at every single fucking position apart from right back now and say, you need to be replaced immediately. Terrible performance. Anyway, Gray, you've got your hand up. What did you want to say? You mentioned that we're trying to start with defenders. Yeah, it's clear that our defence isn't good enough. I was chatting to, to Nick yesterday and he was saying, for those who don't know, Nick is my stepdad and I was at the match with him. He mentioned what our approach was to transfers when Kevin Keegan first signed. He came in and signed a big centre forward in Peacock. Keegan's first signing was Brian Kilcline, wasn't it? Brian Killer Kilcline, which I think, just to build on that, sorry, Gray, I think he said, I was reading about yesterday because Brian Kilcline was at the match yesterday. With Warren Barton, wasn't he? Ah, with Warren Barton. That was such a nice picture. But Keegan said to this day that Brian Kilcline was the most important signing that he ever made, just to build on that. So I don't know if that feeds into what Nick, Nick was saying. In order to win games, it obviously makes it a lot easier if you're not shipping goals at the back. But in order to win games, we need someone who's going to score goals. And with the news that Wilson's out for eight weeks, it was a little surprising not to see Dwight Gale play yesterday as our only fit centre-forward. Seriously, you need to... For me, I think our priorities need to shift from centre-back to bringing in a proven goal-scorer in the Premiership because otherwise we're in some deep shit. It's all good keeping clean sheets, but if we're not going to score at the other end, then we're going to be in worse shape. It's not a case of like one or the other. Like They can multitask. Absolutely. And they need to. We do need a centre-back and we do need a striker. I agree with both points there, but it's not like, oh, now we just have to fully, solely focus on this. Like They've obviously got quite a lot of people on the radar and this Hammond guy is obviously probably working overtime at the minute, not getting much sleep during January. Yeah. He's really he's really got to make something happen. He's got to basically become a magician to, to get the right people in to stop this rotten propellers forward which I think if they're going to be along the same lines of Kieran Trippier, then I think we're hopefully going to be moving in the right way. I only say that they're a priority just due to the games we've got coming up. Oh yeah, uh, we for play, sure. We, yeah. Play, we play Watford on Saturday, which is a huge game for us and mm-hmm. it's a must win. So for that reason, I think we need to kind of try our best to bring a centre forward in the next couple of days. To it get can't just be anyone in. though. It has to be someone who's proven because exactly. like you say these are important and we need we need them to score at least a goal in every <laughs> every game in the next three or whatever like it, it needs to be someone who has done the premiership for I think Zeko was touted around and we, how uh, old is been, he now he must be like 57 now <laughs> <laughs> he's, getting, he's getting old but he's someone who knows what to do and where to be me and Grace spoke yesterday and we're saying look he's probably someone who's going to get you 10 to 12 goals and they will be against shitter teams and that's what we need at the minute we need to beat the teams that are down our end the Watford the even Leeds who a little bit what six points ahead or something like that, seven points clear of us mm. we need, when we play them again we need to beat them if we beat the, the seven teams from bottom up and obviously not including us there but we'll be safe that's got to be our target and if we can scrap a point against Man U and if we can scrap a point against another top eight side only adds to the tally at the end which is yeah. really good yeah I mean reading the facts and figures like we conceded 80 goals last season which is a record for the Premier League I think that for the most goals conceded which is just such an embarrassing it's a record you want it <laughs> Yeah, it's such an embarrassing start, but it just proves that we need to build from the back, in, in my opinion. I think prior to, obviously, Wilson being injured and crocs, I think we had that bit in us to go in and get a goal and get that one mm. winning goal, but we're also conceding two or three at the same time. So we need to sure it up. I think question marks over goalkeeper now. It's not a position really going into January. I thought we needed to strengthen, but, I mean, another mistake from Dubs yesterday. Darlow, you look at when Woodman, Darlow and Dubs have all played, they're like the bottom 
bottom three of all of the keepers that have played in the Prem this year or something. Yeah, the shot saved against, isn't it? Shot saved, whatever. The stats that matter the most, they're the, they're the worst. And I know Dubs is an improvement on Darlow, but it's not the improvement or the extent of the improvement that we really need. So it really just gives you a bit of a shock. You go into that game, you're like, fucking class. We'll sign Kieran Trippier. This is great. And then the balloon is well and truly popped. And I come out of the game thinking, right, you're going... I'll take a million quid for you, Sean Longstaff. Everton can fucking have you. Don't get me started on him, please. Terrible performances. I mean, we need Willock to find his second half of the season form no, like he did last year. Back to London. Mm, I still think there's potential in him. He's, he's being played. He's being played incorrectly. Season. He's being played incorrectly. I stand by that. He's being played as like a fucking holding midfielder next to John Joe. He needs to be further up the pitch as an attacking midfielder. He needs that creative license to be able to go off and do that. Anyway, we've got, we've found ourselves a new holding midfielder in Joe Linton. We could talk about it all fucking day, who we need to get rid of, but the overarching message is they all need to fucking go. We tried a couple of options up front, it seems. Like, it seemed like we were playing ASM up front, who... And there it is, that's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable! Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely and control vehicle at all times. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with McDelivery. You in? Order now on the McDonald's app. At participate in restaurants. 18 plus. Serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See McDonald's.com. Couldn't hit a fucking barn door yesterday. Also couldn't pass to save his life. He's trying all these clever blind passes. It seemed like we we're trying to walk it into the fucking net. So we'll move on to the Cambridge result now, I think. Then we'll come back. We'll do a bit of a <laughs> shit sandwich. Maybe come back to transfers, which everyone likes to talk about. But on the Cambridge game, ASM was trying to be too clever. We were trying to walk it into the fucking net, which isn't what we needed to do. The chances presented themselves to us, especially in the first half where we dominated, but the warning signs were there. We then tried Fraser up front. I thought Fraser had a relatively good game. He seemed quite dangerous on that left-hand side, but then he was moved to up front as well. I couldn't really see what Howe was doing, and it seemed like he was maybe panicking towards the end and just trying anything. I don't know what you what you think to that, Gray. So I thought Howe was quite clever in what he did. Quite early on, I think it was after about 20 minutes, he noticed that ASM was having a lot of success down our left against their right back. And he that's when he swapped it. So Fraser would go up front because Fraser was initially on the left. And so he swapped ASM and Fraser. But then quite quickly after that, he then swapped Murphy and Fraser against Man United. I think Murphy had quite a good game playing as that centre forward. And actually his movement is really good. Uh, he's just lacking that little bit of awareness. I thought he should have stayed on. And I thought the only way we're going to get a goal is through someone like Murphy getting a rebound off the keeper. I, I think we've already mentioned that keeper. He had an incredible game. Yeah, the only way we're going to score is from probably a shot from distance with us following in on a rebound. And we, I think we scored a goal from a corner like that, but it was offside, uh, frustratingly. Yeah, we just need someone with that centre-forward mindset who knows where to be. ASM, I don't even know where to start. Like you say, he's too busy trying to take on three or four players. I don't know where his head's at. I know where his head's at. 
He's too busy with this fucking Helios game launch that he's been trying to fucking do. <laughs> what, what, what is that? I, d- I don't know. It's got dice, it's got poker chips, it's got cards. Fuck knows what it's all about. I thought it was like some charity thing, but it's like a gaming no, tournament yeah, it's, of it's, some sort. Yeah. I think he's obviously having a, a bit of a break off with not having any games. He's got this going on and he's going it up against Cambridge United where he's probably thinking... Get in. I can have some fun. I can. I can try and ruin these little kids' careers because they're a League One team. But he's trying too hard. Like we were saying, he hasn't got into his flow or into a state where he's like still part of the team. I felt he was very distant from it yesterday. You could tell he was rushing shots. He wasn't really his, his kind of normal self. Plus, I mean, they were putting two players on him at all times. And you know, from teams that have played in the Premier League, that if you do that, then you can stop him. But against Cambridge, Cambridge players, man, fucking League One players, like you should run in absolute rings on him. Pepe when Arsenal. Play- played Sunderland, Pepe megged their fucking left-back five times in the game. He turned him absolutely inside out. I watched the game because I thought it was going to be funny just to laugh at a Sunderland result. Like That's the kind of thing that ASM should be doing to these players. They're in the same league and they're lower down than Sunderland as well. He should be having the time of his life, really, shouldn't he? All of our players should be. They're all fucking Premier League players, supposedly. Supposedly. I mean, we've learned now that a lot of them now belong in the fucking championship, if not worse. I've had enough of talking about Cambridge now, if I'm being honest. It's just putting me in a bad mood. Well, one question moving into the next game is Eddie Howe's come out and he's looked to protect the players and say that, you know, he thought they were really good at times. He thought their attitude was there and he thought their, you know, morale was there. You need to be very careful, Mr. Howe, protecting these players. There's a fine line between balancing morale in the dressing room and sounding fucking delusional. He should be coming out after that game and saying, we weren't good enough. That's absolutely disgraceful. Put the emphasis on the players because it was the players' fault. Just not good enough. Individual performances weren't there. Call out the players and let's get them out of the fucking club. That's enough now. Like, that is enough. Get rid of the driftwood. Now I've got money bags. Let's get some decent players in and change the team. You need a skeleton of the team. And coming back onto the exciting thing, which we were talking about, which everyone seems to like talking about, especially if you're a, a Toon fan, is transfers. And I think we've talked about Carlos and Botman. They would be immediate improvements and great additions to the team. You've got a young, exciting centre-half. Dutch under-21 international, I think. And then you've got Carlos, who's a 28-year-old Brazilian centre-half, who's been there and done it with severe, great additions, quality on the ball, and a lot better than fucking Kieran Clark. There's desperate need for a quality centre midfielder as well. Lots of talk recently of it being Ramsey, which is an easy one to do because... Juventus have said they want to get rid of him. We've got loads of money and we're struggling. Hodgie obviously said that he might be going back to Arsenal, but lots of talk about Ramsey and Newcastle. Do you think he's potentially the, the key to, to unlocking that midfield? Is he an improvement? What do you think? What we need and what we have got with Trippier is an older, wiser, calmer head. Hmm. People who can potentially dictate and potentially not, not quite be a quarterback rule. I don't really know how to explain what I think he would do, but he would he would be a lot more composed on the ball. Like We can't play one to quick football whereas Ramsey's got the head where he can do that he can also slow the game he can play at whatever kind of pace he wants to I think he's one of them players who really takes the game by the scruff of the neck and he's obviously had really good teams in the past that he's played for like he was very good at Arsenal until the kind of the, the latter stages of that and then moved to obviously Juve and has, has been good at Juve started off really sprightly and rejigged his career there and to have someone who has composure and has that ability to change a game I think it would be silly to not especially if it's going to be quite a cheap fee because Juve have said like he's out whoever, whoever wants to come get him come get him pretty much you just got to pay the transport pretty much I was going to say what are they fucking paying on his wages at the minute are we going to benefit from the fact he's a bit older now and 
would take a pay cut because you know mm. he's not in his prime and he's not desirable like we've still got the money to pay his wages but we're not going to be paying the you know 300 plus thousand pounds a week or whatever yeah. he's on at the minute whatever ridiculous I just have question marks about him you know you say he had a good start at Juventus he's played a fair whack of games I think he's played over 50 games for them but like mm. is he a bit old is he a bit past it is he better than Longstaff yes Oh, yes. Yeah, I think, well, that's anyone would be better. <laughs> Gray is better than Longstaff. Uh, actually, maybe not. On the point that you made before there, Will, saying we need to push Willick higher. Totally agree. He's not a holding centre mid. He can't play alongside Shelby. He's not going to play alongside him. very well needs to push up. And there's going to be a hole there. And to have a wiser head there, I think, is going to be key because it probably get a bit more of a rub off on Shelby as well and let him be a bit more expressive, whereas Ramsey could be like, right, OK, I'm just going to dictate play from here and you, you can push up a little bit if you want and I'll mm. sit. A little bit. Yeah, I mean, I think where Willock had success last season as well was he was deployed on like the right wing quite a lot of the time, wasn't he? Like, because mm-hmm. we couldn't really fit him into the team at the time. So Brucey played him on the right a bit further up, and that's where he had a lot of success. But it, regardless, the underlying message was it was further up the pitch, which I think is where he needs to be. I watched a, an interesting video yesterday. I don't know if you've heard this, like TIFO. They do little videos on transfers and what the teams in the Premiership need in this transfer season. It's all in like conjunction with The Athletic and they do all oh, these yeah. infographics and things. It's class. But they, really interestingly, they were like, what are all the um, positions we need to strengthen? And looking at the analysis and stuff and really deep diving who are viable and decent candidates for those roles. The person they said for centre-half was Sven Botman. I was like, okay, mm. class. Well, Thank God we're going after him. <laughs> Centre mid, they called it out. And they, I think it's actually a really decent shout. You know, they said Corentin Taliso from Bayern Munich. All right. Um, I mean, who, I'd take a player from Bayern, to be fair. Fucking, <laughs> well, that's the thing. He's verging on world class, but he's not getting a sniff at the minute with the team and the squad they've got at the minute. He would mm. walk into any, pretty much any team in the world, but he's kind of wallowing in the on the bench there. But that's someone they kind of called out as someone being a good and viable option for us. He would take us onto the next level. I'll share the video on Twitter, but Taliso would be a great show. I just think we need a spine or a skeleton to the team, and that is centre-half, centre-mid, and then a centre-forward. Mm. Of all the talk there's been, the least amount of talk has been on a striker. Mm-hmm. I don't know who the options are. Well, they've come up with Dominic Solanke, haven't they? But that's just a um, step backwards, man. Like Divock Origi as well, as we mentioned. Oh, Liverpool have said there's no way he's leaving the club. I just don't know who there is out there. I'm, I mean, I'm sure the, the team will do their work and like, I trust in the process. I mean, just look at the Trippier signing is enough to give you like confidence to know that they will go out and bring someone decent in. They've just got to make it happen now. And more importantly, you've got to make it happen before the Watford game. We've got to get these players in and we've got to get them registered and they've got to be available for that time. So it's going to be a bit of a crunch week for us, I think, this week. Come on, Mandy, get them through the door, please. Hodgie, you've got a point before we move on? Uh, yeah, I just wanted to like shine a bit of light on the uh, salty Southampton. <laughs> yes, I was going to bring this up, actually. How they've gone on is fucking hilarious. It's embarrassing. Like, oh, well, we were meant to play a game, but if they get new signings, then they can't play against us. Like, fuck off, man. Like, it's <laughs> ridiculous. They were the saltiest team out there at the minute. It's mental. What happens if we sell a player, though? Do we get to bring them back on yeah, those? Yeah, them on <laughs> yeah. yeah. And what if your manager's changed as well? Do you have to bring your manager back? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, I think he's made himself look very silly, Hassan Hüttel, because other 
other teams might be thinking this, but they're not going to put their head above the parapet and say it. He's the knacker who has come out and said it. <laughs> I mean, they've just been taken over as well. So does that yeah. rule apply to them? Like if they suddenly bring in four or five players now, are they, do you practice what you preach? Are they not allowed to play them? Like what's mm-hmm. the crack there? He did come out and say that it wouldn't be fair for us to play them. But I'm just like... Well, he's being stupid then, isn't he? It's, just, <laughs> he, it's a nowhere point in that case. Like what the fuck are you on about, Ralph? Anyway, so the next game, next game is Watford on Saturday. I believe. I mean, how many times have I come on here and said it's a must win? Every game is a fucking must win now, so I'm going to stop saying it. We put out a fairly full-strength team against Cambridge, which is more embarrassing in front of 50-odd thousand Newcastle fans at St. James's Park. What needs to change? I mean, we're coming up against Claudio Ranieri, the tinker man, but what would you like to see ahead of the, the Watford game? What needs to happen for that game, Hodge? Honestly, don't know. If we could get someone in like Botman and, and get him registered before the game, I think it would really help. I, I, I honestly really don't know. It's a, it's a tough one because Watford have done this thing all season where they've lost games where they should win and they've won games where they shouldn't win. And they're they're very all over with their form, so it it could be like anyone's game. This really, especially if we don't have a striker or someone who's going to be putting the ball in the back of the net, we're going to really have a problem. So can't be a draw. That's all. That's all I'm saying. It can't be a draw. And if we don't go all out and hunt and attack, I can see them putting a couple passes if we try and just let them play. Yeah, I mean it's at home again. Either of you going to the match? Are you going to be there, Gray? Potentially. Well, unless you're playing hockey or something. I need to find a ticket. Oh, yeah, that helps, doesn't it? <laughs> uh, Gray, let's move straight on to uh, score predictions, unless you have anything else to add. I mean, my, my confidence is is very much rock bottom at the minute. What do you think the, the result will be at the weekend against Watford? I think Hodge is right. It could go one of two ways. Well, it's obviously going to go one of two ways. Um, could go one of three but, ways, really. Yeah, I don't think it's going to be a draw somehow. It's a good time to play them. Ranieri's come in, and if anything, he's actually cause Watford to go a little bit downhill. So I'm going to say that we're going to get lucky and someone is going to actually manage to score a goal for us. Don't know how or who it will be, <laughs> but I'm going to say we're going to win 1-0. Okay, Hodgie, what do you think? They're on a, a bad run of form. Like They haven't won in five. We've drawn one in five. I'm going to also join in and say 2-0 to Newcastle. Who's going to score two goals? J7, Brace. Why have I said that? Why have I said J7 Brace? He can't shoot for shit. <laughs> anyway, J7 Brace. He should have had a couple of goals yesterday as well, J7, but he seems to be, he just seems to be moving further backwards in the pitch the more games we play. Like, brought him in as a fucking striker or a left winger. He's now a holding midfielder. I think in a few games' time, he'll probably be playing centre half or something. <laughs> centre back, probably. He'll be in goal. Imagine like, in if he goal. turns into an absolute beast the further back he gets, then he gets in goal <laughs> and he's just unplayable. Like, <laughs> it's for Nee Van Dyke. We can hope. We can certainly hope. I mean, he's got the he's got the build for it. He's got the structure for it. Yeah, man. Against Watford, what do I think? Uh, again, I think someone's going to sneak it, and I think it's going to be two one to Newcastle United. We can uh-huh. hope and we can pray. We can hope and fucking pray. Mm. Is that the first time we've all gone for a win this season? I think so. Yeah. <laughs> yeah <laughs> after the, after an FA Cup disaster, we've all gone. Yep, yeah, we're going to win the next one, lads. Don't worry. <laughs> yeah, you can tell we support Newcastle, can't you? Yeah, they say we're deluded. They say we're deluded. Anyway, right, well, fucking hell. Let's hope next time we record, we've got a bit more of a a positive story to tell. If that's signings, if that's results, let's hope for some more positive news. Please, Newcastle United. Good luck to the boys on Saturday. Let's do the the plugs quickly, right? So you can find our podcast on all major podcasting platforms. So Spotify, iTunes, Acast, Google Podcasts, etc, etc. You can find us on Twitter at TOTT Podcast. Uh, You can find us 
us on Facebook via searching for Talk the Tune Podcast, on Instagram at TOTT underscore podcast. I think that's all of them, isn't it? Or you can find us out in about time in our hoodies. So yeah. keep an eye out. Come say hi if you see it. <laughs> oh, yeah, we're... Merch coming soon. <laughs> we've got some branded swag uh, got our talk the tune hoodies now oh yes if you'd be so kind we'd really appreciate it if you could give us a follow on spotify and on itunes or apple Podcasts, whatever you want to call it uh, and if you're feeling super generous you can drop us a five star rating or review that'll be much appreciated all right i think that's it then for this week good to speak to you guys and i guess we will catch you in the next one Alrighty then see you later bye bye, bye. It's the 90th minute. All your mates around. You've got your McNugget share boxes ready to go. Your mates already got booked for double dipping and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfect. Automate delivery now on the McDonald's app. You in? At participating restaurants, 18 plus. Serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. And there it is, that's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable! Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely and control vehicle at all times.